Hello and welcome to GCD Transmissions. I'm Peter Hall, your host, and I'm here today with Molly Courtney of SH24 and Hejana Del Bello uh, from Studio Hejana Del Bello. Thrilled to have you both here. And um, you both are doing projects that are connected to our larger theme uh, this year of behavior change. How can graphic design help change the behavior of people? And both of your projects, uh, we presented many projects connected to the topic of healthcare. But my first question really is, based on what you both presented, um, it seems to me that if you want to do something that you really believe in, that really matters, that you have faith in, it requires a certain amount of pro bono work. Um, could you expand or elaborate on that? Um, is it true? Do you have to kind of invest a lot of time and energy first in order to get where you want to? And could you also describe what exactly you did in the setting up of your respective ventures? Uh, in my case, yeah, for sure, 100%. I work uh, weekends, uh, nights. Uh, the three projects that I showed today, one was uh, Paz Holandesa, which is a hospital, and I worked pro bono for around 14 years by now, since the start of the project. So it's been totally done because I believe in the cause and, and she doesn't have that much money because she needs to fund for the hospital itself, for the people. So I wanted to, to join in and, and that's it. That's, there's no, in a way, payback. But if you think about it, 14 years now, we are in a welcome collection. I think that's a good price uh, that, <laughs> that was paid. So I'm pretty happy. And uh, yeah, it took 14 years to, to see something, but it's good. No, anyway, I'm thrilled. Uh, the other project was Alzheimer, which is, I was a designer at Studio Dumber while I worked at the, this project. And it was paid, uh, of course, a pro bono way and, and uh, not a massive amount. Uh, for sure. Another project that I talked about is Dr. Giraffe, which is again, 100% out of time and it's crazy amount of time. But I think the, the, the and there's no money involved at all. Everybody's working by their own um, belief of uh, what that project can bring to people and can help that the market doesn't have yet. And that I think fulfill us as human beings. If we are only doing things that are mechanical and, no, and money and, and hearted, we we are, uh, I think, uh, humans that want to share and wants to give more than I think. We have much more to give, I guess. And I think this proves, this project proves uh, that. And I cannot be thankful enough for the people who has been working in Dr. Giraffe. And we are putting this through after almost five years now, working on it every weekend, every night. And, and, uh, and it's crazy, uh, the amount of work. But we, yeah, we believe that this is doing something so it's worth it i don't think it's i'm tired i don't think i'm i'm i'm, I'm bored it just feeds me more and that's what is beautiful about it so there's no money uh, i find money in other projects in banks and mm. <laughs> insurance companies and that is fulfills me in other way but at the same time it, it, it's important money is important and also doing things from the heart and things that can impact society because there there isn't monetary value unfortunately in this project there isn't so we have to yet but hopefully in the future we will have uh, more philanthropies out there pe rich people that will be looking at this project through graphic design eyes and can help us out to fund these things thank you and molly are you going to talk about sh24 as yeah. a pro bono investment so sh24 was um pioneered really as a concept by Gillian Holdsworth, a public health consultant and lead of um, the public health department in Silicon Lambeth at the time, 
and Paula Barates, a, a clinician, um, a consultant in sexual health at um, Camberwell Sexual Health Clinic, they invested an awful lot of time in building the building up a concept of what SH24 could be. Um, the funders they were wanting to gain investment from um, was Guys and St Thomas's Charity, and they fund health and wellbeing projects in Southwark and Lambeth. Um, they were very, very um, supportive of the idea, but just encouraged um, Paula and Gillian to go seek um, design support and to have a bit uh, more thinking around what the business model could be and how to set up as a company, which um, now ended up as us being a community interest company. Um, and that means that any money that we might make through operating as a service, we um, invest back into de- developing further service um, development. So Guys and St Thomas has agreed to fund development of new services they don't fund kind of ongoing delivery of the service so once that once we were set up um we now have to be self-sufficient i have to ask you both this because you both presented such uh, beautiful and stunning and well considered work and there are all sorts of questions about um designing for your specific audiences but uh, there are a few allusions in the uh, presentations to a kind of needing to let go. There was the uh, hospital in Peru. You talked about Hajane, where um, you needed to sort of trust that it would your designs would be implemented. And I had the sense also, and Molly, you talking about the transition from graphic design to service design, that there's also about something to do with letting go. Um, is that a correct assumption? Is there some letting go that needed to happen when you transitioned from? I don't know, pure graphic design to what you're doing now? I think um, we still definitely have within SH24 elements of the service that aren't designed, that aren't designed to what we would like to, the standard we'd like them to be. Um, And that's about priorities, really. Um, So we developed um, the first chunk of our service in an agile development sprints that didn't last very long. We didn't have very much time and we just had to kind of go with what we got, um, but made sure it worked. Um, so they're designed, they're designed clearly, but there's definitely things that we would like to see designed better, including the the lab card that I showed earlier. Um, we've done a, a second round iteration on the instructions, which we're much happier with now. So it's just about making time, I think. So we've compromised, and but we keep we definitely have those things in mind that we will get back to. Um, Choosing your battles. Yeah, um, being aware that. Um, Time and funding is limited, so yeah, exactly, prioritizing all the way along. Yeah, definitely. Um, I don't. I think d- we are designers in this kind of uh, project. I wish we were superheroes, but uh, <laughs> we are not, uh, unfortunately. And like the hospital in Peru, everything is done overseas. I've never been to the hospital, but my wish to help and the wish of the client was also trusting a hundred percent in me. She never said no to anything. Every idea was, yes, let's do it. And she was completely in sync. And that is, I think, when the projects are successful. And trusting was a really uh, hard part for me because uh, we are control freaks. I think designers, we want everything to be perfect. But I learned that, yeah, we have to trust uh, that this project, yeah, doesn't go exactly how it's going to be planned 100%. But actually came the other way around it went better because I mean even the typography that I put Helvetica in it was uh, done painted by hand and became a comic sense in the end I, I, I love it it maybe as a designers uh, will never be a award-winning uh, sign because yeah it looks a bit crunky and funky mm-hmm. but 
there's character and there's a history behind and there's a reason why it's like that. And as long as there is this, it's beautiful. I think that's the beauty of these kind of things. And we should let it go because that's when surprise comes and that's when actually life happens in a beautiful way, I think. And, and that's what I learned. Yeah, I would hope that it would win awards because it has such a local flavor that's so mm -hmm. much more interesting than slapping Helvetica on it. Um, so, Hajane and Molly, thank you so much for your participation and for fielding all the questions. It's been a fantastic day and the feedback outside is really, really positive. It's being declared one of the best lectures ever in three ah, years of attendance. So, high five. Wow. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> thank you again. <laughs> thank you for having us. This has been GCD Transmissions with Hajani Dalbello, Studio Hajani Dalbello, and Molly Courtney from SH24. Listen now for the next episode with Martin Percy and Tom Lloyd. GCD Transmissions is a podcast from the Graphic Communication Design Program at Central St. Martins, hosted by Peter Hall, captured by Aaron Peace, and produced by Tommaso Russo. Additional support provided by Kate Pellon, Pierre Emmanuel Lemaire, and Lou Vormitag. Thanks for listening. <laughs>